Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. Alright everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Today I'll be chatting with the Norwegian artist Mia. In 2015, she took the world by storm with her single Dynasty, premiering on Billboard and placing in the most recognized international hit lists. Today, Mia has more than 120 million streams on Spotify, though after years of digging deep into her soul and reconnecting with her roots to find the artist that she really meant to be, Mia is soon revealing her new music and the true artist inside. The debut EP of this new chapter will be released this year, so in 2022. In this episode, we'll dive into the world of the beauty industry and how it's also been dictating parts of the music industry. And since Mia is a jury member in the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, actually for the second year round, she will also share her experience in getting to know the best of Nordic Natural Cosmetics. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So welcome, Mia. Thank you. So cool to be here. Amazing. Would you like to tell a little bit about yourself and your background and basically who you are and what you do and and so? Yeah, (laughs) to me that's a huge question. (laughs) But um, yeah, my name is Mia and I'm an artist and a singer-songwriter from Norway. Uh, And I've been doing doing this for a while, but uh, I feel like it's actually very recently that I really found myself as as an artist or at least the artist I am right now so I have of course released some stuff before but I feel like now I've kind of yeah become who I want to be and uh, I'm working on new stuff that I'm very excited to release so I feel like it's gonna be a lot easier to see who I am as an artist when I release the new music (laughs) Yeah, but you're really young as well, so you know. Of course, it takes time to to find yourself and everything. But yeah, it really did, for at least for me. Yeah, you know, there's so many people in this business telling you who you you're supposed to be and not. And I feel like as a young person, I it was very hard to navigate through all of that. Mm. And uh, of course, in the beginning, I I worked mostly in the U.S., very far from home, and. It was uh, quite a journey, but I'm very grateful that I got to experience a lot at such a young age. You know, I was only a teenager <laughs> at that time. It's so mm. strange to think about now. So I feel like now is truly the right time for me. Mm. And this is maybe a good bridge where we can continue to talk a little bit about the music industry and and all this, because obviously beauty is a big part of it. Absolutely. How did you see this one over the years? Yeah, well, that's also something that was a huge part of being told what to do and <laughs> what not to do by people in the industry. Uh, I feel like beauty, yeah, in the mu- music industry, it it is uh, kind of a big deal, or not to me, it isn't, but <laughs> it's. I feel like there are certain standards to women, <laughs> of course, mainly women, uh, when it comes to being an artist and 
I feel like it's just a lot of pressure that you need to look mm. a certain way, and of course, makeup is a and just having beautiful skin and hair and all that stuff. It's at least when I started out, which is a couple of years ago now, that was a big deal, and I feel like that has changed in a positive way. The recent years, I feel like it's more focus on just being who you are and that it's okay to not look like a supermodel if you know what I mean Mm. Uh, but it was definitely something I thought about when I started out at least because I've always been pretty comfortable not wearing a lot of makeup and yeah not not always having the need to dress up and you know look very (laughs) how do I say like super fresh at all times Mm. you know so and that was definitely something people noticed and kind of even commented you know people who who were potential people that I I worked to work with you know management wise and all that they were like okay but if you're gonna do this you need to (laughs) present yourself in this and this way you know what I mean I feel like it's definitely a big part of it and it's uh, I think it shouldn't be such a big part of it everybody should be allowed to look however they look you know so it's it's a, I think it's important yeah did you see a difference between you said you were working also in the U.S. for example did you see a difference between how things are happening in the U.S. and in Norway I don't know because it's such a it feels like a long time ago since I worked uh, mainly in the U.S. and I was so young at the time too so I didn't like think that much about it but when I look back at it now I feel like it's definitely a huge deal in the US and maybe here in Norway. I feel like it's room for being kind of more laid back. You know, a lot of artists here in Norway are very hipster, very down to earth. You know, a lot of them just look like perfect stranger on the street, you know, like a very normal person. (laughs) Uh, So I feel like it's definitely more common here to be an artist who doesn't do that much about their appearance just they're just looking the way their natural way you know so I feel like that natural part is is definitely more accepted here maybe Mm. but again you know yeah there's a lot of variation in the U.S. too but it's it's just that big Hollywood music industry I feel like it has to do with that kind of Mm. yeah and I think in all the Nordics it's a bit similar we're more used to natural looks on the streets and and everything so makes sense also the singers and artists and whoever else looks the same yeah but of course if you have a stage performance or you do a music video and everything then it kind of you might want to experiment with makeup and everything like this so how do you see this part Uh, it's actually a good question for me right now because i'm working on a music video for one of my new songs it's something I've thought a lot about because I feel like you kind of need to choose a little bit too in a music video where you suddenly have no makeup and in the next moment you have a lot of makeup. Maybe that won't work. I'm thinking a lot about, you know, how to balance everything. I definitely want to be able to do both. I want to do whatever feels right to me. Mm. Um, for me it depends on the music like what do I want to express and what do I want people to feel when they hear it and see it so 
again, I feel like those artists who have that kind of very natural and low-key image, mm. I feel like in their music videos, I think it doesn't look like they're wearing any makeup at all. And I think that's super cool to just, yeah, it, because it makes it maybe even more about the music. For me, it's, it, it comes down to the music that it has to, I have to express the feelings in the song. So, and that reflects itself in, yeah, makeup and clothes and everything. Of course, many times when you're on stage or on a camera, sometimes you need very basic makeup just to to look normal, let's say, because some of the lights and, and things might change it. So Yeah, of course, there's some makeup, but it still looks natural yeah what about then you live in Norway nowadays and I wanted to ask how is the the beauty culture in general in Norway um have you seen some differences over the years and and things like this uh well yeah I feel like there's everything here you know a lot of people as we just talked about don't wear a lot of makeup they just go with their natural look and a lot of my friends don't wear a lot of makeup but there's also those who are super interested in makeup and buys everything, you know. <laughs> I also have friends who who buys, yeah, whatever is new in makeup and experiments a lot, you know, always varies their look. So I feel like there's a lot of variation in Norway. Some are getting more and more interested in natural products. Mm. and that some people are trying to at least choose vegan uh, products or with natural ingredients in it but I feel like there's still a bunch of people that don't really care at all (laughs) you know what I mean I feel like uh, the majority doesn't really really care Um, consumerism is huge here you know people buy a lot of stuff in Norway and I feel like it's just a habit, just like with clothes, people buy a lot and follow the trends. You know, it's not for me as well. Like, I didn't start to care that much about beauty products until, Mm. yeah, quite recently, a couple of years ago, I started to work in the biggest uh, environmentalism organization here in Norway. So I learned a lot about what they actually put in beauty products. And, you know, that the largest brands in the world, they don't really do a lot to change for the positive. And that really shocked me. It wasn't until pretty recently for me that I started to change that and look for more natural products and care more about the environment and animals and, of course, my own skin. Yeah. Because it actually is quite harming, you know, a lot of those products. So, yeah. I hope that people over the next few years will realize that more. But, you know, I I feel like it has a lot to do with information. I think we should have, yeah, talk more about it. And that's what's so good with with your initiative. Because I think it shows people that you can actually use natural products. It's just that it has to become more available to us. Exactly. And that has been the the idea behind the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards from the beginning that it's really to show the opportunities that you have like you know to show people that you can find a shampoo fully natural or you can find makeup products fully natural that most people are just not aware yet so yeah that's kind of the the main idea behind it no 
but um i wanted to ask you something as well like you say that there are different kinds of people some are more into natural looks and some like to experiment and everything um and people are trying to find more natural alternatives in norway can you see if there are many natural products available you know i definitely feel like there's uh, a lot more than than a couple of years ago you know when I was in high school, for instance, you know, I didn't see anywhere that it would say this is vegan or this is uh, all natural or this is, you know, consciously made. <laughs> I never saw anything about that. And now that's on every beauty site. I think mostly people shop makeup online, at least my friends do. You know, then you can choose like I want a vegan product and all that stuff but I feel like it's a lot of marketing in there in there too that it's not necessarily like the best products although it says that it's natural all natural and so I'm very skeptic to all that you know I'm I'm trying to like read about it and find the most locally produced or at least the closest I can get <laughs> it's hard because uh, it's I feel like it's hard to kind of investigate the different brands and really know what's the best choice to make and again it's about information and uh, we should have come a lot further in Norway on this and so yeah it's funny to think that for example in the food industry and other industries as well the green way of living is quite known and I mean a lot of people are trying to do their best but I feel like cosmetics is something that we, we just skipped it in a way. I totally agree. That's so true. It's just become trend very recently in a way. I feel like I see also differences between the Nordic countries, which is funny to see. But nice to hear your your opinion about this. We talk a little bit about the awards then. You are now second year round the the jury member in the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards. Yeah. Uh, would be nice to hear how your experience has been and... And what you found through the awards? Yeah, well, it was super cool to be part of. And uh, I'm super excited to be part of it this year too. And I got so many favorites out of it, which I'm definitely going to buy later on. And I feel like the only thing that was kind of missing for me was that I, I wanted it to be more makeup as well, uh, because that's kind of what I feel is the hardest to get, you know, like good, sustainable and natural, cruelty-free makeup. Mm. Yeah, I loved to mention some favorites. I love that. Is it Francilia? Is that how you say it? Uh, maybe Francila. Francila. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was totally wrong there, but at least that brand, those, it was a scrub and a mask, I think. Mm, yeah. yeah, which I still have them, and those were just amazing. And yeah, the Transderma serum, that was like magic to me. It really, yeah, but seriously, and <laughs> I haven't like tried a lot of serums and and oils and stuff before. Because I'm kind of honestly very lazy when it comes to taking care of my skin. <laughs> and Like all Nordics. I yeah, <laughs> I think so too. And uh, yeah, well, I've always uh, had pretty good skin. I've been very lucky. I think if I had like more pimples and all that stuff, I would probably have taken better care of my skin. Mm. But actually now, the last couple of years, I feel like I'm kind of getting not the puberty skin, but like kind of 
more uneven skin. So I'm definitely like trying to take better care of my skin mm. and uh, just be better at, you know, if I had a long day and I have makeup on, it's way too often that I just used to go to sleep with all my makeup on, you know, it's like the worst thing to do <laughs> to your skin. But so um, I feel like being a part of this jury has yeah, learned, uh, learned more and I, I always want to learn more. So why should we use harmful products when there's so many good products out there i hope that this will just grow that the nordic natural beauty awards will just become bigger uh, before you reached out to me i had never really seen anything like that before so i'm just i'm really stoked to be a part of it <laughs> that's so nice to hear but yeah it's true that you know I, obviously in the nordics a lot of a lot of people use very little makeup very little any skincare um yeah but yeah it's good to start from cleansing the makeup first uh that's something <laughs> i also learned uh, yeah. i started working as a cabin crew member and even i had a flight for like 24 hours or something then i just you know i made it a habit that i need to get at least the makeup off and yeah then if you have a lot of dry air like in the nordics hydration is perhaps something that needs to be considered but I also think that all the routine and everything shouldn't become too complicated either because it's not good for skin to add millions and millions of ingredients either. So no. to keep more simpler. Yeah, and that's the thing I find difficult to kind of balance and and I guess it varies from skin to skin. Mm. So I, I find that difficult. So it's cool with this to try to kind of experiment and... Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, kind of figure figure your skin out a bit because I think that takes a while do you feel like you've figured your skin out what your skin really needs oh probably if I would have listened more maybe I would have been a bit faster <laughs> yeah. but uh, definitely you know in today's rhythm where we're really busy and we're not really tuned into nature anymore it's hard to listen to what we really need yeah so it really needs some time to calm down and just listen. Oh, that's so true. Uh, I know you do also meditation things. I saw you the other other day online. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure you're into more into this calming down and and listening to yourself as well, which can be listening to your skin or listening to your mind or whatever it is. But um, I think it's important. Yeah. I think that's something our society and our world needs deeply mm. <laughs> to listen more to listen to nature and listen to our bodies and everything just stop for a second and <laughs> listen exactly definitely yeah, something i feel we're missing because it's yeah as you mm. say the world is just at fast pace is that how you say all the time it's like yeah it's a busy world <laughs> yeah who knows maybe with all this pandemic and everything i feel like people have learned to calm down a little bit more so yeah. we, perhaps this has helped us so we wouldn't go back to running again but we'll see how it's gonna go yeah i hope i hope some people have learned a little bit i i learned a lot it's of course covid was awful and terrible terrible thing but for me personally that year was something i needed to just slow down mm. and uh listen to what what i really wanted and needed a break <laughs> kind of from the noise of the world 
Uh, we've kind of touched this question perhaps, but I had another question for you that, um, how do you see, or how you hope to see the future of beauty industry and cosmetics and maybe perhaps from your personal point of view and also professional. So in the music industry, I think it's the same answer for both. I just truly wish that the biggest brands and like everyone with power will shift more towards and or like the ideal would be shift fully over to being sustainable and natural and best thing would be of course if we stop if it would be like illegal to test on animals the most harmful ingredients in makeup and all beauty products would be banned i feel like that would of course be a huge game changer Mm. What I think also is kind of realistic is that there will be more brands uh, showing up, kind of competing with the larger brands that maybe more and more people will start to choose that instead. I feel like this is kind of only getting started. So we have to think about that too, that this is, as you said, it the focus hasn't been on the beauty industry kind of. Yeah, we need to remember that, that this is the beginning and it will definitely just grow like everything else. Food industry that you talked about, that people are kind of really trying more and more to yeah, eat less meat, for example, or stuff like that. And yeah, I think it, we just have to count on the baby steps, kind of. <laughs> Absolutely. It takes time, and but it really starts from the people also asking when people start to to ask the companies that we want this product and they start to show it their money as well. So then of course things will change. Like let's say in the food industry, I remember a time there was not many organic things in supermarkets, for example, and now it's, it's really shifted that there's a bunch. So this is just something that will change by time. And it's beautiful to see that this starts to happen a little bit in cosmetics, some countries, some areas. For instance, in Finland, we have like some of the bigger department stores. They already have a huge section of only natural cosmetics in the main floor. So that's something that I've I've seen in the past few years only. So I think it's going to that direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I definitely think so too, that it's going in the, the right direction. I feel like also one thing when it comes to the music industry and all and famous people like actresses and and artists and all that I I wish that kind of more of them would also use their kind of power to uh, lift up those good products and because I still see some famous artists and models and everything that they're kind of campaigning with some of the largest brands that are kind of some of the worst brands and I feel like that is something that also would be a huge factor if they kind of changed who they support that's kind of like one of the main reasons I wanted to join this initiative because it's if I can be part of something that changes this industry just a little bit that would be you know the best thing that could happen and uh you know, yeah, if it was a huge artist doing the same, you know, somebody with like millions of followers uh, all over the world, I think that would also maybe open people's eyes a little bit more. 
So I definitely hope that will that we will see more of that kind of. Yeah, that would have a huge impact as well. But I think it's also a bit of the question of money. So yeah, it always is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the green products uh, should just show that they are profitable. So yeah. then I'm sure many companies will shift bigger mm. towards this direction as well. So, but if we shift a little bit to talk about what you're doing right now what are you some interesting projects you mentioned already you're doing a music video and you're releasing new music if i understood correct yes um i'm making my debut ep so it's a mini a mini album yeah i actually did <laughs> when i first started out when i was 14 i did an ep actually but it was um, a very, you know, pop EP. It was You were so young. Yeah, and it was the first thing I ever did. And it was, you know, I've always worked with my uncle. He's my producer. Mm. Our target was to, like, make music that would fit for TV and uh, films. And, you know, because we're connected to this uh, label in the U.S. that pushes music to TV and film. You know, I loved it at at that time, of course, but uh, I realized later that it was not really my genre, you know. So I um, so I had had it, had it removed from Spotify actually. So I feel like although I've done an EP before, this is completely different. So I really feel like this this is my debut, if you know what I mean, because it's a full work kind of. It's four songs. This is really you. Yeah, it's me, and it's uh, it's mostly written by me. You know, this is just the start. I have it's gonna be an album later, like a fuller album. So this is kind of an introduction to who I am. I feel it's very personal, and it's something I've worked on for a long time. It's hard to kind of describe how I'm feeling about it because I'm I'm just so excited and more excited than scared. Uh, at least for now, <laughs> I think when it it's gonna get close to release, then I'm gonna feel a lot of different emotions. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, that's funny thing, you know. I, um, they talk about in psychology that fear and excitement is basically physiologically the same feeling. Yeah. So if you can shift always towards the excitement, then you know that's a good thing. That's a good uh, good way to think think about it. <laughs> Uh, after you've kind of figured out who you want to be as an artist and what you want to say, then to kind of put that into words and kind of trying to put into words who you are, it's been really like amazing to explore that, but also so difficult because mm -hmm. it's so much you kind of want to say. And when it comes to everything that I stand for and believe in, like like just what we talked about, to ground yourself and uh, listen to to your soul and your mind and and listen to nature and yeah, nature is a big part of who I am. So I've kind of tried to put all this <laughs> into the songs in some way. Yeah, my deepest feelings. It's definitely something I'm. I'm very excited about and uh, it's gonna come out this year so it's uh, it's also very important to me that it feels right you know when I release it I think it definitely will when I do so it's um, yeah that's it that, that's incredible to think that you have to 
think who you are and put all your life into so few words that you have in a song that I think that's something yeah quite challenging I would say yeah no yeah and of course you can't it's impossible to put all of you yeah. <laughs> into that but that's kind of like the beauty of it too I guess that it's kind of no limits to what you can make them because you you have so much to say so it's mm. uh it's it kind of feels like for me now it feels like this is only the beginning if you know what I mean and it took a while for me to get there because I thought for a long time that this wouldn't happen for me if you know what I mean and I had many really really tough years where uh, I didn't do almost any music at all because I was in a really uh, not a good state <laughs> I had a rough time and and uh, yeah I just didn't I thought it was too late to kind of be the artist I wanted to be <laughs> yeah it's crazy how is this something you see in the music industry that there is really an age limit and time clock as well yeah I definitely definitely do and I think it's also because I've been told that since the beginning you know that oh, you can't be an artist when you're 30 years old and that's just to me now that's just bullshit but it took a while to realize that you know I think as long as you have something to say and something honest and real then it doesn't matter how old you are at least to me it doesn't matter anymore and it's kind of funny that when you get older you have actually more to say so yeah it's true kind of funny that's a really good point <laughs> <laughs> all right but where can people follow your journey and and find your music now and in the future yeah well i am on instagram and facebook and spotify and youtube and it's just mia music m-i-i-a music everywhere <laughs> simple one yeah simple one <laughs> easy to find yeah but i will i uh, will link all the handles in the show notes below in the podcast episode so anyone can click there directly to listen to you it was really lovely to have you on and i wish you all the success for this year <laughs> yeah thank you so much i i hope the beauty awards will just reach even more people yay i can't wait <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes. If you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast, please share this episode. We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry and unheard behind scenes stories. You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty Journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and Pinterest pages simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards and on Twitter at NNB Awards. Until next week, bye-bye!